Chase your tips, Daggy and Beaver, with you for midweek racing preview. Beaver's back from a beautiful weekend away. What's happening, mate? Yes, back and back and at it, mate. So uh, yeah, back into midweek racing after a pretty good weekend of uh, Saturday racing. Uh, you're a happy man after what, every favourite one at Caulfield or something. Ah, uh, mate, uh, the last four one. I didn't necessarily tip them all. I was just uh, pointing out. Uh, it was an interesting start, but I uh, got a few in there myself. You did? And a good Mr. weekend. Right side was out, outstanding again. Um, Stamp tits class. Uh, Daggy was right about the old stages and they're done and dusted. Um, yeah, well, uh, interestingly, I got them both retired in one day, so there you go. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, although I think you had them retired before that. Yeah, so, uh, they should have retired yes, a year uh, ago. Before your time again. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the... Uh, Owners and trainers were thinking there. Um, they were cooked last prep, and uh, Julie um, showed that on the weekend. Uh, Hoodoo wrote in. He was very happy with your tip of V8, and that was some sort of win as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty keen on that uh, last prep and followed that horse. And, um, yeah, good ride, good win, powerful horse. Uh, he suggested Caulfield Guineas, and I'd say so. I think, uh, well, out of Grunt, I would suggest 1,400 a mile is going to be right up its alley it's a that was a proper win i know it's yes. you know had a decent run but it probably never looked like losing really no in the run it looked pretty good and i was uh, sitting tight there um pretty pleased with myself it's the way it was panning out yeah so all in all good afternoon a few winners for the boys a few cornellas along the way as well a couple of mine just missed uh, a couple of yours including in the last gaza blanca and peril fought that one out but it's the difference between yes. a good day and a great day unfortunately and I think I had the first three winners in uh, Sydney as well, mm. uh, which was uh, straight ace, uh, Wave Rider Boy and Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So uh, good job. Let's find some yes. today then. We're back We're back Thursday night with the fee and stakes. We had the Mooney Valley uh, and the read up, lead up to the Golden Rose from Rose Hill. But let's kick off at Kenzo today. Beautiful weather again in Sydney. Uh, we've got the track in the true on a good track, uh, I suggest it's going to be standard Kenzo on pace early. By the end, you want to be slingshotting probably closer to that outside fence, but we're going to kick off with an 1,800-metre benchmark 72. Uh, how are you going to start the day here? Yeah, uh, interesting way to start the day here. It's a bit of a midway-type field, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to stick with Mon Felicity. Um, I've liked the last two runs, uh, two back, one, and then was pretty brave in defeat last start. Over this distance, only just nosed out by Electrica um, in a midway. I think that sets up pretty good for this gate five. Um, small field should be hard to beat. Yeah, on top for me and fairly keen. I like that uh, Hippo is stuck. Great. We are good win at Hawkesbury. Uh, one of its better runs almost of its career last time out, just missing Electrica. This is, uh, there's not much here. None of these like winning. Uh, I think it can win again. Uh, not too many dangers, really. Mountain Guest does come to town with some upside, but um, I think it's a very nice way to start the day. The rest of this card and the start of Sandown is um, not as exciting, but we get get to a 1,300-metre maiden where I I don't particularly like the race. I actually was going to have something at the 40s. We've lost half the field on Wild Flash. I thought the trials haven't been too bad, uh, and I'd... Just don't know what else is in this race. Uh, I couldn't get too excited about the Waller ones. I thought Suspect had every chance last time and was a little plain. Um, for the sake of the tip, I'm going to have Key Legend on top at 10 bucks. I thought those trials were good. 
uh, from Wild Flash, who's still 20 to 1 in the outside of the field and um, might not be the worst, but you might tell me I'm mad here, Beaver. No, I'm not going to tell you you're mad, but because uh, I don't really like the race myself. I'm going to go for the um, unraised Waterhouse Bot mm. uh, runner in Rock Empire. Thought it looked obvious here based on the trial. One well in the trial hasn't um, hasn't been to the track compared to some of these others. So I had it on top and hardest to beat. I thought suspect you were right, but I think these types of horses with Waller they do just tend to improve um, really quickly. And so I thought it could be uh, one of those horses that improves now um, third race. And does look the right horse for Nash to get on and you know actually lift and make make him do something third up. Uh, the third is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 72, uh, where I thought that um, – well, I, I, I like what Tropical Squall did on debut. I like that it's come back. I like the improvement it made between the two trials coming here. And there's not a lot of other pace around. I think it's going to, from gate two, lob right in the right spot. And I don't know how many chain, chases there are. Uh, I'm going to say the main chaser is Ozala, who I think you were keen on last time before we got washed out. But – Comes here, gets the right run on its back. The rest of these, yeah, they're going around. Uh, a few of these already feel like what you see is what you get with them. What have you made of this? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Orzala. Um, this is a good race, I reckon. I don't mind it. Um, I think a few of these top three or four horses um, uh, can go on and continue to win some races. But i got Orzala on top here. I did like its first up round. thought that was uh, promising. Uh, comes back here, gate three, and uh, hopefully gets to sit and sprint. I thought Captain Amelia um, was pretty good first up, uh, well tried in the market, and I think um, has a little bit of ability. So I think it's um, one of the chances as well, but uh, a good race. I, I think Captain Amelia might be end up with the best horse out of the race, so interested to see that, yeah. Uh, the fourth is a 1,400-metre benchmark 72. I was keen on Kokoro's chances before the washout last time. I'm, I'm going to stick with it here at uh, the $11. Now, hopefully by gate four, the, all Molly Burke has to do is get to the outside fence. It, first up last time back in, one and one well at this track and distance. Uh, same setup here. Uh, going to kick off that way. The main danger is Silvanito, where I think by this stage they start drifting out and Nash has to get to the middle of the track. Uh, but all things being equal, it, it uh, will run well again, as the market suggests. Uh, you had a feel for Capital Asset, I think, last week. Are you sticking there? Yeah, I'm going to stick with it at the $10. I think it can run well. Um, so I, I do have it on top. I'm not going to uh, move away from that. I think it's good value in this. Uh, main danger, Silvanito as well. Um, we get a good guide on the form of Ozala in the race prior to that to see how well and the form line for its previous win. But uh, yeah, I think Capital Asset third up here. Both runs in this time haven't been far away. And um, peak fitness for this. Beauty. The fifth is a 15.50 maiden. <laughs> there is some last chances here, Beaver. Who are you who are you giving the nod to? Yeah, really struggled here, didn't I? Um, this was a tough race. Um, I've, I sort of went for two at a little bit more value. I've gone for Drezzle. Uh, from the Wallace stable, uh, had the three starts. Seems to just be getting a little bit better each time. Uh, gets now, it's backs up over the sort of mile distance and um, I think it sets up okay here. I thought Noisy Boy might run a decent race as well. Coming from, from Scone, um, 
Wasn't too bad at run last start. Again, gets out now to 15.50, which I think will probably suit this horse and could run well in what's a really difficult race. I don't like the race at all. The two that I could find most obviously have had plenty of chances in Princess Raya and Kapakiri. Um, get two quality jockeys on, but now they're what, five, six, seven runs into their career. I'm not as enthused. I don't think I'll bet in the race in short, but for the sake of the tip, I'm going to go five from one. The six is an 11.50 benchmark 72, and I'm going to stick with Lavish Empire here, as I suggested last week. It's going to go one or another. It's going to end up in town as a as a proper horse, or it's going to go round and round and be a, a Snowden number for the rest of its life. I'm going to give it a chance here uh, with Josh Parr. She'll be able to push forward from a nice enough gate and swoop. I think Famous Perdue runs better than the market here, has trialled really well, uh, gets almost control of this race and will run well. And obviously Silent Star uh, is still a Ryan uh, horse early in prep and resumed with a nice enough win here. Uh, what have you thought of this? Yeah, I'm going the same way. Um, as we discussed last time in Lavish Empire resuming here, looks to have a bit of ability Uh this sets up nicely. It wasn't uh, overly pushed out in its trial, uh, but prior to that, the win at Bright Farm was good. Uh, skate seven suits and probably hardest to beat. Got it on top. Cool. And we're going to wrap up with a thousand meter benchmark seventy two. Who do you like here? Yeah, uh, interesting way to finish the day. But I'm going for number two, Sebanak. Um, you know, raced in pretty good company when last in work, and this is a completely different. Um, type of field. Uh, so it comes back after having a, you know, four, four or so months off here. The 62 kilos isn't ideal, but this is one a group three race. Um, trialed well for this, uh, raced enlisted company behind horses like What You Need, uh, Benedetta. Um, that's pretty, pretty good company compared to this. So I thought it was on top. Sovereign Fund has to show something before I back it again. And some of these others just don't know about. So I've got it on top. I do too. I don't know how comfortable I am because its best form is old form, but uh, I've always had an opinion of the horse. I, I was giving it half a chance in some of those races you mentioned, and none of these have remarked Benedetta on their resume. Uh, trial, as you said, trial was fine. So uh, kicking off this time in Sydney, I'm going to give it a chance here from Markwell Dreamer, who um, is a horse I have to get past. It was pretty good last time back to the inside. Will be pinned inside again, so it'd need a little bit of luck, I'm guessing, to get off that rail. Uh, but uh, I'm going to make that the main danger. And Nicola Beagle has a sniper's chance, as I mentioned last week, to finish the day. For progroupracing.com.au, uh, I'll make my best on the card. Race one, number three, Monte Felicity, and my value race four, number two, Kokoro. What have you come up with? Yeah, I've got my best on the card. Race seven, number two, Sebanak. Uh, in the last, think it can run well. And my value bet is race four, number four, Capital Asset. Beautiful. Uh, we Top out on our values. There you go. Cover both. You can, uh, we'll also head down to Sandown where Hillside is in action on a good track. Rail goes at nine metres. A disappointing card, I would say. I mean, I, I think. I'm pretty keen. I, it's a good betting card, but some of these are smaller field. Uh, I, I think there's plenty of winners, but uh, I think we're starting to get towards the time where the Friday nights start kicking in. So we might uh, preview some of them instead of these uh, benchmark 64s, but we'll talk about that when summer hits. We're going to start with a 1,500-metre maiden. And uh, given you're so keen, you may as well lead us away. Yeah, I think the Waterhouse spot, uh, Gold Bullion will get away. Um, 
get us away to a winner here. Was good at um, Wyong, uh, only just beaten there by a nose. By a horse that's got a bit of ability, and then wasn't too bad at Kenzo either. Uh, running quite well there. I think this will suit. It'll jump on pace here. They'll have to run past it, and it may be just too good for these. I have nothing more to add. I agree. Uh, yeah, not much else to add here. Double glazed uh, always finishes like it's fired out of a cannon and uh, might be the one that runs it down if there is one. The second, uh, I'm pretty keen, the 1,000-metre benchmark, 64. I like Ostma. I liked its win at Cranbourne. I like that it's going to lead this small field. I like that it's probably going to have a two-length gap on him at the top of the straight, and that's probably the way the race is going to finish. Pretty much the same as you, mate. Uh, it'll be too good for these and uh, even money all day here. Absolutely. Uh, the third is not loading. Where are we here? The third is a 64 of 1,300 metres. And uh, do we get same, same here, Beaver? Just on mute, mate. Yeah, I'm going to stick here with Akasita um, as well. I just think um, the first that first win over the maiden, it was pretty impressive. Um, just sat off and went bang at Pakenham. So it does come um, here and can run extremely well. I am... I am um, think Jill Bay can run really well here. Uh, that was a good win um, at Morfittville. And then wasn't too bad um, at Mooney Valley. Just kept working to the line, working to the line um, in that. I think it's got a bit of ability. Certainly concerned about it. Um, but they're the only two here. Oh, I don't think uh, Snow Patrol's hopeless. But Akasita's the horse. Uh, you can tie that. The horse that beat there at Pakenham has city form through uh, a couple of good ones as well. That was a sensical that ran second to it. Has um, ran in a couple of decent Caulfield races. So I think uh, it's got a lot of upside, as does Jewel Bay, as does Snow Patrolling. But uh, I think it may lead and uh, oh, sit in a comfy spot in the small field, run away from them. The fourth is a benchmark 70 over the 2,400 metres. And I want every bit of the price on offer here. I want seven or eight bucks because we're putting our faith in Michelle Payne. But uh, I thought Jukilla's run last week was pretty good. It's on a seven-day backup. And I think it uh, coming out of a proper midweek race, it will run well again. Uh, from Fam Gorman, who went away to the bush, uh, bolted in. Uh, does look the obvious danger here, Beaver. Yeah, clear on top again here for me, Fam Gorman. Um, last two runs in have been good. Uh, as you said, ran away from my last start, drops four kilos on that. This is a weak, weak, weak race. And based on that, um, be too good for these. The fifth is a 1400 meter benchmark 70. And speaking of too good for these eternal, I love the re return of eternal flame, really pin the ears back, found the line. Well, now comes to a race full of fillies and mares that, uh, we've more or less seen. I think it does the same thing. Hillside suits again. And if I'm going to find a danger here, I think there might be upside for Mahindra. Uh, nice debut there and his uh, big double figures. What have you thought of this? Yeah, same, same. Um, I just like these first five favourites. I think I, I think if not all five, four, four of these five will win. Um, yeah, and I think this will be go close as well. It was start a favourite and beat a good horse in Von Hook and then came out and won pretty, as you said, um, easy uh, first up here. Sets up perfectly here. If there's a danger, I think the five magic high third up at $10 could be the knockout horse, but uh, eternal flame on top for me. The six is a 1300 meter benchmark 70. 
uh, one of the bigger fields on the card. Who have you found in this one? Yeah, interesting race here. This is where we might be able to find a bit of value. I've gone for number 13, Speak Now, from the Waterhouse Bot Stable. Look at you, um, just a, a gay bot fan these days. I'm not actually, I'm, I'm a bit concerned because every time I, I follow her, um, they, they lead and get shot. Um, but I think some of these in this midweek company, they're just popping up now and just finding it really hard to get past. Um, and this could be one of those in this race. So I kind of went looking for something else, but I thought around the $8, this might um, run really well. And again, comes off some Sydney form as well. So that, that'll do me. On top for me as well. I, I, I like that resumption. I had a couple of doubts of it coming in actually, but that was a strong win. Uh, I like that Winona's down south now riding for them. I uh, can trust her there on the Waterhouse horses. And I like up in distance through the preparation for Waterhouse. Always seems to work best. Uh, so almost finds control this race. And at the each way price, I'm sticking to uh, from Anila, who brings proper Saturday form here. Uh, with Mark Zara, who hasn't exactly set the world on fire since he's come back this spring, actually, but uh, does bring the proper form. And I can forgive Master of Chant a little bit. I don't know if it ran out a mile last time, freshened up back to 1,300 metres. Might be better than that last result suggests. Good race uh, that will lead to better stuff because there's some other talented horses here. Uh, the seventh is a benchmark 78 over the 1,800 metres. Legend of Dubai now comes here third up, gets said Mark Zara, gets a right run from the gates and meets a, a an average field, we'll say, uh, off a proper Saturday run. Should win this and head back to town for some better stuff on top for me. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, same, same for me. Uh, went looking for something to beat it and couldn't find anything. If if there is a main danger, Spike Caster, the overseas horse, uh, ran on quite nicely last start. Um, it could be definitely the one for the Quinella, but uh, Legend of Dubai, if it's going to go on to better things, needs to be winning this. And we're going to finish up. We've got the Hawks' uh, favourite in the last in the sprint here as well. Is that the way you've gone? No, no, I'm going Vivian. Um, three in a row, and I can't see any reason why I won't be four in a row. Uh, gets the right set up here. This looks like a good race. Uh, scratching, a couple of scratching here. Just sets up nicely for it. The money's come for it. Um, and I've got it on top. The format of its last few runs has held up too. We saw Wave Rider Boy come out and win in Sydney That's right. on the weekend. Uh, there's two hopes. This is last chance for fire. It, it, again, it's another one that's whose best form was maybe 12 months ago, but the trials have been fantastic this time in. Uh, on its day, has would should be the best sprinter in this race. We're going to give it a last crack here. Terrified of Vivienne, and I hate to say this, but uh, this might be a case of following the market a little bit to see where fire exactly is once it opens up. But I think there's only two hopes if they're both here at the best. That's right. Um, so we'll just watch that throughout the afternoon. Uh, the one you I can trust is right Vivian, there. that um, you know it's going to be on pace, you know she's flying. Yeah, you want to watch the market there. If the money comes for fire, you could suspect it's primed and ready to go. Uh, if not, uh, if it drifts, then maybe follow the money. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, where's your money going for a best and value on a card you're obviously pretty excited about? Yeah, I'm pretty keen on some of these, but uh, race two, number two, Ostmar, is going to be my best on the card, and my value bet comes up in race six, number 13, Speak Now. Beautiful. Uh, I don't have much to add. My best is race two, number two, Ostmar, and my value is race six, number 13, Speak Now. Uh, 
I, I like, as I said, I was a bit disappointed in the depth of the card, but I like the betting opportunities. Good chance to build the bank for Saturday here. Uh, we're building our bank with any up at Eagle Farm. Yeah, got a few up at Eagle Farm for us that I think can win. Uh, the first one comes up in race three, number two, Beast Mode. Um, back that up and double it up onto race four, number 12, Sacred Feeling. <coughs> and then uh, later in the day, uh, my one at a little bit of value comes up in race eight, number 14, Sunset Sorori. Beautiful. Thank you, Beaver. No worries. We'll be back Thursday night to preview Mooney Valley and Rose Hill ahead of us this weekend. Good punning this afternoon, and we'll talk soon. Check out Progate Racing, of course. Bye.